Welcome to the Growth Moves Podcast with Rob Tyson. Welcome back, listener. Rob Tyson here. And in the last episode, I talked about how to get started with marketing automation and autoresponder emails. So be sure to catch up on that episode if you missed it. But I'm here today with John Vong. Now, John is the owner of Local SEO Search, and he works to help small business owners rank on Google and grow their business. We've got a great topic for you today because John and I are going to be talking about four key tips for amplifying your SEO in 2021. But before we, we welcome John and get into all that good stuff, if you're listening to this show, you may well be a consultant, trainer, a coach of some kind, perhaps struggling for the right recipe to grow your business online. Well, if you go along to robtyson.net forward slash report, right now you can get a free copy of a brand new report I've created, and that's going to show you my rapid method for designing and selling your first online program that you can sell for two to ten thousand pounds or dollars. And you'll also see how our fastest client did this twice actually in four days. So he was quick. The funny thing was he actually did this without trying to sell at all. You will see what I mean in the report. So once again, that's free. You can get it at robtyson.net forward slash report. And inside you'll see why the old online course model is dead, but a twist on it works better than ever. You'll find out why the key to selling more is to be an M, not a D. And you'll discover the only six tech tools you need to get started with creating and delivering your high return online program, all for under £25 or dollars. Finally, you'll get my short bonus report on a simple sales approach that generated over a million pounds in online program sales for one business-to-business trainer. So once again, the place to go to get all that is robtyson.net forward slash report. So go there now and get yours. So with that said, John, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot, Rob. I, I believe I just unmuted myself. So it was all right. We don't worry. I'll edit. I'll fix it in the edit. It's fine. It was my fault. See, Zoom these days, I don't know if you noticed, does all these weird things. I assume they're security things, but um, <laughs> no worries. But great to have you with us. So let's open up. Let's talk about SEO a little bit. How do you define SEO? So SEO, um, it's pretty straightforward. Google, as you know, is the main search engine. Um, And when you're typing in a keyword, um, when you're searching for a product, service, long tail, short tail, any broad term, um, or asking a question, you're going to find that there's ads at the top after the search results. I stay away from that. That's called Google AdWords. You can, as a business owner who owns uh, a website, can pay to play to be at the top. And usually it's a bidding process. Below that is usually a map if it's a local search kind of query. Um, So I focus on the map listing as well as below the map, which is all considered natural uh, results or organic listings. Yeah, really, really good. And and you have four key tips for amplifying our SEO in in 2021. So let's get into one of those. What, What is your first tip for us that we can talk about a little bit? Um, so first thing I, and especially during this post COVID world, um, people want to vet you. They want to know that you're a strong thought leader, authoritative figure. And this is what SEO really positions you as. So the first fundamental thing I always talk about is learn how to be a great business owner. 
take care of your customers, understand what differentiates yourself from your major competitors, understand what product or service that you're bringing out to the marketplace. What is your unique selling proposition? How are you pricing it compared to your competitors? And really understanding the marketplace that you're getting yourself into. Because people will see when they visit your website or give you a call or ask you a question uh, during the forum, if you know what you're talking about. So you need to first off position yourself as a thought leader. Let people in about your story, your journey, your you know expertise, right? Because people forget that it takes years and decades to really refine the art of really understanding how to be a, a good business owner. And it doesn't take months or or even one or two years, right? That's where people, you know, may learn from a social media course or something, right? But it does take a long time to really refine that art of being a really, really good business owner. So that's my number one tip. Really focus on understanding. And if you don't have the tool set of running a good business yet, go out and learn. Make mistakes and get get some insights on what makes you different and sets yourself apart from all the, the rest in the marketplace. I really like that, John, because you know what you're what you're sharing with us there is so important because people get bogged down with tactics don't they you know they think oh well you know if i just had a you know a bunch of traffic from google then everything would be okay and actually um that's not the case is it because if we have crappy offers or they're uneconomical offers or people get to our website and they can't distinguish us from the competition or you know they don't know um, they don't know about our expertise because we've not communicated it properly. Then all the traffic in the world won't help you really. Exactly, and I always tell prospects or people who are reaching out, it's like you have to know what's your competitive edge. You have to know who your major competitors are and exactly what their prices are, what they're offering, so you can actually give them a rundown over the phone or email on why you shouldn't even reach out to them because you know that you reach out to me because we have something way better to offer, right? Better value, better uh, services, better, you know, pricing, whatever differentiators it is. Because if you build that relationship right off the bat without them uh, price shopping and elsewhere, they're going to be way more sticky, right? So really, understanding how you position yourself in the marketplace. Yeah, really important. You know, if someone's coming to this cold, what is, what is the quickest way for them to get a handle on this? Are there any particular books you like about business fundamentals or courses? I mean, should we go and spend 30 grand doing an MBA or is that not necessary? So um, just to give you a backstory about myself, I worked uh, prior to starting this agency, I worked um, Seven years ago, I started this agency called Local SEO Search. But before that, I worked at Yellow Pages for five years. And I got a crash course on how to, and I met thousands of local business owners. And every time I met with clients, it was really a one-hour mentor session where I was picking 
their brain and being very curious on what triggers them to be successful in not just one or two years, but decades and generations. And by really being in it, which is going out there, learning the tricks, learning the trade, learning from other people that have been in the same situation that you've been in, that's where you really grasp knowledge, right? Books are great, like insight, but real experience from real business owners, people that you respect in the industry, people that you want to look up to and want to be, right? In 5, 10, 20 years, go out there, meet with them, coffee, go out and take them out for lunch and dinner, build strong relationships so that you can ask questions that you will not get answered from a book, if, that, if you know what I mean. I do. I do. Yeah. And um, could a kind of, could a peer group be, be some use here, you know, possibly, you know, if you were to, to link up with other business owners, maybe? Yeah. Mentors, peer groups, communities. Um, the challenge is time restraint, right? People will not give you the, the time and the questions that you want, right? Unless say you're paying for a mentor and yes, you know that they have some you know, experience that you, where you want to be, right? Then it makes sense. Um, but I would say volunteer even, right? Go out there and spend some time learning tricks in the trade, right? Get your foot wet in whatever industry or service or product that you want to really get into, right? Learn from the big guys, put in that six month, one year, a couple of years um, to really learn everything about that industry. Because Time in is way more valuable than trying to learn and watch and listen on online. They're not as, you know, you don't get everything out of it um, than actually doing it. Very good. So, so that was tip number one. We've got to have a look at our business fundamentals and make sure that we're in good shape before we, you know, we think to do things like SEO. Talk to us about tip two, John. So number two is build an awesome website. And what does awesome mean for today's world? Like 2020, 2021, um, websites are a lot different than five years ago, even two years ago. People expect way more. They expect fast loading, secure website, great crisp images, videos, content pieces that grab your attention and answer exactly what you're asking. Because if you can't convince someone to stay on your website uh, for three, five, 10, 20 seconds, they're going to press that back button because people are impatient, right? People want stuff now. So you need to answer them and try to serve them well, right? With a uh, answer to the question, right? So um, what, what does that all mean? Well, build a website so that it answers your users, your ideal customers, more so than trying to answer everyone for, to generate tons of traffic, right? All you need is a true, maybe 100 or 50 really, really solid clients, right? And just like a thousand fans, like a thousand true fans, there was a huge article on that, um, or super fans, there's always tribe building, which is very important. And what I mean by like build an awesome website is figure out who your ideal customer is, 
if you've been in business for a while and create that website for your ideal customer and really understand their journey, understand all the questions that they want answered and answer them, right? Because those are the type of people that you want to attract more of. And if they have similar questions and they reside at the similar interests and hobbies and communities, go out there and attract those people, but answer those questions and uh, website being content, um, you know, structure, URL, making sure that it's optimized on page, but content could be written, images, videos, audio, uh, produce it in any format that your ideal customers is absorbing. So produce high quality content that will make a difference and resonate with your ideal customers. Cool. And I think we're going to talk a bit more about content in a minute, but just a quick question from me because people listening, I suspect some of them will be thinking, geez, you know, fast loading speed, mobile responsive, got to have good images. This is sounding like a lot of work. What, what do you, what would you say is the kind of 80, 20 here? So what are the 20% of activities we, we could spend our time on that would give us 80% of the result? Would you say, what are, what are the, what are the small number of things that are most important? Um, so, my number one thing is making sure that you have a really good hosting provider. Um, and you know, it starts with fundamentals, right? It's like foundationally, when you build a home, you need to make sure that you dig it with a really core foundation, right? So the foundation starts with a hosting provider that is robust, redundant, secure, as well as it has the bandwidth, right, for storage and usage. So start with that, make sure that it's separate. It's not a shared hosting, I would say. Uh, Invest a little bit more on a dedicated hosting, dedicated IP, um, and then build a website from ground up. A lot of people, if you're a serious player in your industry, you should not be going with a GoDaddy website builder or Wix or Shopify or, or any of those Squarespace. If you're serious, go out there, build your own website with a developer, right? Because people will notice the difference from a, you know, a- anything that's more templated or, custom, you know, simple CMS versus a more robust custom website. Um, but it all depends on budget as well, right? So as a business owner, you need to weigh um, what's important at the time where you want to invest, right? Um, build its foundation, uh, is, which is strong, but also make sure that you are investing in the right avenues in terms of marketing and advertising, um, if that makes sense. Rob, I'm not sure if that. Yeah, no, it does. No, no, it does. It does. And what's your view on um, self-hosted WordPress websites these days? I mean, it's fine for a lot of business owners. It's sufficient, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it all depends on where you're at in the stage of your business, right? If you're early stages, budget is a huge constraint, right? So go go with Wix, go with Squarespace, right? Uh, go with, yes, yeah, self-publish your CMS on uh, WordPress, right? It's affordable. It's easy for you to update, make changes, right? And then you can install SEO uh, all-in-one or Yoast plugin, and then you get, you know, all the green check marks and do-it-yourself kind of things, right? Um, but when you become way more of a thought leader, someone that actually wants to ramp up and position yourself as the go-to player, 
um, that's when you really want to differentiate yourself, right? Because every time you install a plugin, it really slows you down, right? It slows down the speed. Um, and it's more prone to hacking. It's prone to other vulnerabilities that a lot of people aren't aware of. Um, but when it's more custom and you have full control, it's a lot easier to manage it if you have someone dedicated to do all the work. Okay. No, I like that. And I'm going to ask you um, uh, just one more question on this particularly. Uh, what's, what's the purpose of our homepage in your view? Because this is one of those pages that people struggle with because it covers a multitude of sins potentially. So what do you, what in your book, what is that? What should a homepage do? Um, homepage is your main landing page of your brand, right? What do you want to be known as? And if you are positioning yourself as that authoritative uh, thought leader, right? So what does that really mean? What is that, you know, the, the slogan? What do people want you to be known as, right? Um, so that's where the purpose, the, pa- the mission statement, the goal of what ultimately what you want to be known as, right? Um, that's the whole purpose of that homepage. And then all the... M- uh, services you offer should have separate landing pages. All the products that you offer should have separate landing pages. But that's the journey when people land on your homepage, it resonates with them. Then they go through reading all the services, your about us, some of the, the blogs that you have written, and other things. Okay, I like it. So, so far, so we've talked about getting tip one, number one, getting your business fundamentals straight. And number two, building a good website and, and what that really means today in this day and age. So what's tip number three for us, John? So number three, I know we touch upon content, but um, number three is producing great content that positions yourself as a thought leader, right? Um, and, and this is more of a, on a consistent basis, right? So producing content is very challenging for every business owner because they have a lot of other things to worry about. They got to take care of their customers, take care of their staff, operations, marketing, bookkeeping, sales, whatever it is. There's manufacturing. There's so many other hats that you have to wear. But when you are the, you know, brand, you are the the owner, right? You should be writing producing good content for your audience members or your, your readers, right? And if you haven't already started writing on a blog or a newsletter or owning a list and all these other things that are very important, um, you, you should start, right? Because why would people take you seriously if you are not um, producing good well-thought, well-researched information consistently. Um, It's more of a given now. Like you need it. It's a necessity, right? Versus I should have a blog, right? So what does a blog really mean? Well, it's a a place where you can update your audience members or Google to index your website so that you have more fresh content that is relevant for your users. And content and I mentioned this earlier, uh, comes in so many different formats, written content, audio, like podcasts, video, like YouTube, um, images, like, you know, Instagram, there's so many different 
formats of content and producing great content that resonates with the audience members does take a lot of time. And therefore, you should really invest in producing high quality content that really serves a purpose. It serves in many multitudes of formats. Um, so it comes in written audio, which is podcast, uh, images, which is like Instagram, uh, Pinterest, and then of course, video, which is like YouTube. Uh, and what you have to really figure out is where and how does your ideal customers and users uh, consume and absorb content, uh, which medium do they consume, and really push out great, compelling, well-researched content uh, versus the short form um, doesn't really give substance, spend more time doing research, spend more time putting out great content that people will actually read and absorb and want to share and amplify, right? Because without that piece, you're not going to get much um, usage from the content. The, yeah, and this is an interesting question. I'd be interested to know your um, your thoughts on this. I mean, it's, it can be a difficult question to answer because the context, I suppose, makes a big difference. But, you know, would we be better off, um, you know, blogging every day where, we, where you say we produce, uh, let's say, a 400-word article every day versus maybe we produce a kind of 4,000-word you know, epic post that's just kind of a brilliant piece of content on a particular topic uh, and maybe doing that once a month. I mean, where do you, you know, what's the value of kind of regularity and freshness versus having something really substantial? Where, what, what do you think about that? So great question. And my advice would be go after the one month epic form okay. content because mm -hmm. more people will actually read and consume that piece. Um, and it positions yourself as a thought leader, right? Because people will actually want to hear the substance and the research um, that you've, you know, partaked in putting that piece together versus the short form, 400 word, two paragraphs, really just an overview, right? Go deep. What is some of the information and gathering that you actually um, you know, extracted from other sources, right? Um, and that's where um, people forget, like, and it does take a lot of time, right? Producing good content. And if you don't, are, are not good at writing content yourself, um, hire, right? Always look for people that um, is a good partner or people within internal or fine companies that can really help you th with this because um, running a business is not easy and um, you need to really focus on where your strengths are and allocate outside where all your other weaknesses are, right? To really extract the most value in running a business um, and expediting the time that you're going to save from trying to put so much stress on doing everything yourself to, to save a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, amen to that. And it's worth pointing out as well, you know, if people, um, you know, if writing is, you know, it's not something that you love, there's nothing to stop you kind of getting on the, the mic as John and I are, uh, are doing, you know, you, you could certainly, you could get someone to interview you and then you can have that transcribed very inexpensively and that can kind of that can form the basis of some content that could go on your site so you know don't think that uh, creating content necessarily means you uh typing stuff up for hours on end because there's a there's a whole bunch of other ways that you can get this done right 
Exactly. And that's a great point you mentioned, podcasting, but also there's apps on your phone today, apps on your computer that you can just download and talk, right? Mm -hmm. And these are great ways that you can just transcribe or there's software out there that will transcribe for you, right? So just make sure you're QCing everything, make sure that everything is properly formatted and um, is is readable, right? Uh, because it is AI and machine learning that's putting this all together, but nothing really beats real life people going through all the different content pieces. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. And just one observation from me on this, I, I think, you know, when I work with clients often and um, they're not creating content, I think one of the uh, hangups people have is they think, well, you know, yes, I do know all this stuff, but will people interested? Will people be interested, or isn't this just common knowledge? And what we all of us tend to downplay is the value of our knowledge and experience, because it's kind of second nature to us, or we know it very well. We assume that it's common knowledge and that everyone knows it, and that's not the case, is it? Exactly. So you you have to really sit down and understand what goes on in the mind of other people that are consuming your product and service because they're willing to pay for your product and service um, and your expertise, right? So you have to speak to their level. You have to understand what goes on to them and the questions they're asking, right? And what they want to really understand and know. So um, that's why it's very important to get that profile of your ideal tribe or customer. And my suggestion is you have active clients that you know are really good customers of yours, go out have lunch or coffee with them and ask them these questions, get a profile and really dig deep on where they hang out. What's their demographic? What's their personality? What are the questions? Hey, where do you know what other people are? Where do they hang out? Right? Like what are the communities that they're a part of? Because if you know that insight, you know exactly how to position yourself in the future. Okay. Yeah. Like it, like it. So, So we've looked at tip one, which is getting your business fundamentals straight before you start. We've looked at number two, building a good website and what that means today. And we just talked about tip number three, and that's getting the right content on your website. So talk to us about the final tip, John, number four, please. Yeah, number four is uh, all about amplification, right? And um, it also ties into a reputation as well. Um, so I'm going to touch upon both of those. So amplification in terms of SEO world is very similar to how it used to work while I worked at Yellow Pages and before Yellow Pages, which was newspapers and um, before even media. It was just taking care of your customers, referral and word of mouth. Okay, and that's exactly what amplification is. You do really good work. You let people know what you offer and serve and who your tribe is, and they're going to refer you to other people. So how do you get that in, in online now? How does Google recognize it, right? Um, so this is where link, links are very pivotal in the world of SEO. And the more links that you have, what does links really mean? It means other websites linking back to your website, but there's a lot of metrics behind it. So they should be a do-follow, non-sponsored, earned link with more authority than yourself, but within the same niche that has really good trust flow, that actually has traffic that will be passed on to your site. Because 
if you are using good metrics and going after sites that are similar, uh, say associations or chamber of commerce or uh, niche specific within your your service offering or product offering and you have a blog written on their site and it links back to your site well that traffic that is generated there will actually get some the juice will pass on to your website and in google's eyes it's like positioning yourself as more of a a thought leader right so more of those that you can earn the better and that's amplification on either your content piece or speaking or getting out there, branding or whatever, awareness, right? Um, so you have to get out there more so that people are aware of what you have to offer. Yeah, and I, I like it. And um, and I, I understand what you mean by authority, but just for the listeners, you know, in the context of websites, just just break that down for us quickly if you would. Yeah, so there's different metrics in terms of authority. There's a lot of companies that offer, you know, domain authority, page authority, um, authority in terms of Google's eyes. Um, and it's the strength of the website. And the higher the authoritative metric you are, the higher um, your position on Google, right? And the main factor is usually backlinks uh, for authority measures. Um, but there's a lot of other factors uh, that play with that. And there's a lot of moving parts for SEO. So um, for authority, it's, it's like when you're an author, right? People expect you to now know what you're talking about, right? Like they, they think that you already know a little bit more than the average consumer, um, that's why you've written on that subject, right? Uh, very similar to when you're speaking at an event, right? People already look up to you because you're on stage. Um, the association that hired you to speak, um, they already vetted you. They already know that you know what you're talking about. You have a good reputation in industry, right? Um, and therefore, you're now a thought leader. You're a keynote speaker or whatever it may be. Uh, so what you need to do is position yourself as that, right? And it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in a couple of years. It may take 10, 20, 30 years to become that thought leader, but you have to start somewhere. And that's where people forget that you have to really be in it. You have to get out there, get dirty, learn, make mistakes, continue learning and keep making mistakes and continue learning. And it's an ever evolving uh, wheel, but, um, it's, it's worth it once you start seeing some, um, you know, rewards from it, right? You start uh, getting some bookings on podcasts. You start getting some speaking engagements, um, you know, stuff like that. It's small wins that will then eventually get bigger wins. Like you start dominating Google search results for certain keywords that you're now uh, known for in the industry, right? So Google rewards you for doing things the right way. Uh, and don't look for fast ways to hack the system because just like in business, just as, like in life, people will know and see through that if you don't know what you're talking about or you are not a good business owner or your website is subpar and you're just paying your way to the top, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense, yeah. And uh, I like what you said there. I think um, I think probably, you know, most of us do it to to – 
to a greater or lesser extent, you know, we, we think, oh, well, you know, I could post this thing. I could, I could write this article or I, you know, I could contact them, but you know, what if I get it wrong and then I'll look stupid and it will be irreversible. And, but it's like, it's just not like that. You know, you just got to, you just got to go out there and do some things. Right. And, um, and as, and as you go along, you get better at them and, um, and you get better and better results. Um, no, really good. Uh, really good. And yeah. And, and, and just, and the authority piece that you were talking about in terms of, um, websites so generally speaking it's still better if we have more links backlinks coming back to our website and generally speaking the um the bigger and more authoritative the website is that's linking back to us the better that's still uh backlinks are still it's still really the number one thing in google right that hasn't changed all that much i I suspect yeah it all depends on your space right Um, okay I deal with a lot of local business owners, small, medium-sized business owners. So there's other factors that dominate the three-pack, which is the local three-pack map, um, which is, I forgot to mention, reputation. It's a very strong signal in the local business uh, owner's standpoint because people vet. And if you are looking for a plumber or a roofer, right, and there's an emergency, um, you're going to check out their reviews, their reputation. They're going to check out third-party sites, right? Because if your friends um, haven't referred you to someone, you're going to try to do your own due diligence, right? You're going to check out sites. You're going to check the reviews. You, it's like the same process that you would be doing for yourself, right? When you're going traveling to a different hotel or a different city, you're going to check out reviews. It's just my gut instincts, right? So same thing when you're going to any service or small business, right? So make sure you have a strong reputation um, and people forget about that and make sure that you comment, respond, um, always check in to see if there's bad reviews in any of the sites out there and directly interact with whoever wrote that review if it was negative. But if there was positive, go out there and respond to positive as well, right? Thanking them because it's all all about the interaction. People are reading everything online. And sometimes when people call you, you're astonished how much they know about you already, right? So make sure that, yes, you're an open book. Make sure you're authentic because when you start lying, people will know and it's hard for you to trace back when you lied, right? So focus on just being authentic, being raw, being genuine, and everything will be worth it in the end. Yes, indeed. Have you, have you, do you have the, heard this saying, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive? Have you heard that? No, I haven't heard that saying, no. but so good one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, basically it means, you know, you, if you tell lies, you end up tying yourself in knots. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. Um, no, excellent. So, uh, John, this has been excellent. So we've looked at those four key tips. I'm, I've just got one other question for you, but just to recap on those tips. So, number one, we talked about getting the business fundamentals straight before you do anything else. We looked at building a good website today in 2021 because it's fast approaching. We talked about getting the right content on your website and what that means. And then finally, we talked about how to amplify your message and uh, take care of your reputation as well. So just a, you know, a quick one from me before we wrap up. What's the future of, of SEO maybe over the next uh, two to three years, John? I think the future is still very strong. Like People are still going to Google uh, or search engines in particular um, when they're ready to buy, right? There's different channels there's different mediums like facebook 
serves a purpose of community relationships and friends and family, right? People go to Instagram for pictures, right? Influencers, people go to YouTube for purpose of watching videos. And, you know, so Google is more transactional, right? People go to Amazon to buy products. But when you're looking for a larger ticket item, when you're looking for emergency type of services and you need someone or even a restaurant, like I'm looking for something right away, like not so much today during the pandemic, but um, when you're in different cities and countries, you're, you're always checking people out, right? So Google is still the number one place where people are checking 10, 20 times a day, right? And to position yourself, there's going to be more and more websites appearing every, every day. There's new businesses appearing all the time. So to get in now, you're going to regret it if you get in five years from now, right? Start doing what's important for your customers, which is positioning yourself as an expert. And once you start owning the space of being the expert and SEO is more real estate, uh, I love the analogy, which is owning real estate versus renting real estate, which is renting ad space on Google ads or Facebook ads, you're renting space versus owning real estate, which is owning the search results once you position yourself as a thought leader. Excellent. John, um, what is one nugget or piece of advice people should take away from our conversation, would you say? I I always say fundamentals. Um, Learn how to run a business the right way because SEO will never replace a bad business owner. But SEO can really elevate and amplify an existing great business. So working right with the right company um, at the right time, of course, with the right budget, understanding who your tribe is, your persona, avatar, ideal customer, but that takes time, right? To really understand acquisition costs, lifetime value, margins, competition, all that needs to be figured out before you reach out to an SEO agency to really help you elevate your game, right? Become more visible. Without that, no SEO company can really help you grow your business the right way because you don't even know how to grow it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Really good. John, where's the best place for people to get more from you if they would like to? Yeah, so I have a website called Local SEO Search. You can check it out, um, localseosearch.ca. We're based in Canada, but we service clients all over the UK and Aust- uh, Australia and also in the US. Um, I also have a podcast and um, it's also very fun because I'm all about educating, informing and helping business owners out. Um, it's called Local SEO Today. So you can check that out as well. Excellent. Well, John, this has been really good. Really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Rob. Uh, Great, great fun. Hopefully your audience members uh, got some nuggets there. And if you do have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Awesome. Cheers, John. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Hey, it's Rob again. Want to build a successful online business from your expertise? Well, the game has changed. There are bigger opportunities, but also bigger pitfalls than ever before. And I would hate for you to waste years figuring these things out for yourself. Now, as a listener to this show, you're obviously a sensible person, right? So here's my invitation to you. 
apply to jump on a call with me in the next few days and let's talk about you. You will get feedback on your ideas. You will get a product concept that is fit for right now and you will get a personalized sales and income plan to take away. That is free, but availability is limited. So please go along right now to chatwithrob.com. That is chatwithrob.com. Do that now. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Once again, that is chatwithrob.com. Talk to you soon.